0: realm of cooking, a whole new ethos is being born. You don't need to have every ingredient to make a recipe work. You know, I no longer worry about coming into my kitchen and making a meal out of practically nothing like wilted spinach or or a carrot or four eggs and an apple and a piece of fresh ginger. Make up your own recipes. Don't get hung up on measurements. Use them only as a guideline. Try a little more of something that intrigues you and a little less of what does not. If you like the look of some recipe you've come across but don't have all the ingredients, substitute. At the age of 11, one of my sons, Jesse, decided to make banana bread. The recipe he found called for nine ingredients, but he only had five. So he tossed all five of them together and whipped it up. Much to his amazement and ours, he managed to create what the family thought was the nicest banana or something or other that we'd ever tasted. So put your kitchen scales away and forget the complex routines for preparing a bechamel sauce. You see, come alive cookery breaks all the rules. And that's good because it's not rules that matter when preparing foods, it's a kind of passion for the foods themselves. a feeling that's reflected in your passion for the earth and and life itself. You can see this in a small child as he enthusiastically devours a bowl of fresh strawberries drizzled with honey. Such passion, which is visual and visceral and sensuous, can become an inspiration in food preparation, which leads you automatically to make certain choices. You know, if two things look good together, they also taste good together. So, open wide your kitchen window. Welcome the breezes of experiment and wit and spontaneity. The standard meal of roast beef and boiled Brussels sprouts topped off with a piece of sticky toffee pudding must be replaced by something far more hedonistic. Slivers of raw Pacific salmon, luscious garden vegetable salads with a slice or two of Russian black bread, followed by a winter sorbet of cranberry and mint. These foods are lighter, richer in top-quality proteins, full of texture, flavor, and surprises. I look at food as a source of both delight and life energy that's passed on to us from the earth, and I believe that this energy needs to be preserved, not by cooking food too much, but by eating it fresh and respecting its essential nature. That way, our meals become a medium for building the kind of natural vitality that protects your body from premature aging and illness that enhances good looks and and keeps your mind clear. It's the life energy present in abundance in fresh food and clean, simple proteins like fish and game and organic meat and poultry that makes such foods totally irresistible. Shun manufactured convenience foods that fill up the shelves of supermarkets. They're dead, and they can make you feel dead if you eat them. Instead, Use what I call real foods, fresh organic stuff untainted by preservatives and chemicals and colorants and phony flavor enhancers. We thrive on the kind of food that our grandparents grew for themselves. Why? Well, because these foods are both the most delicious and the most life-nurturing. Your kitchen, big or small, should be treated like an artist's atelier in which you can lose yourself in creative games. I remember as a child, sitting in front of an old Stanley stove, gazing into the flames filled with delightful vision as my grandmother canned pears, peaches, and green beans for winter. My own kitchen is more like a sculptor's studio than a food preparation station. It's a place where I can laugh with friends, workmates, and family while discussing both serious and trivial stuff while we prepare foods together. Every kitchen should be a space that reflects the things that delight you or amuse you. Okay, 20 years ago, I bought a gigantic soup ladle that has hung above my sink ever since. It's so big, I use it only rarely. Um, It would be ideal for a Salvation Army soup kitchen. Practical? No, not really. But I love its beautiful shape and the absurdity of its size makes me laugh. In India, the best foods are those you buy in the cheapest cafes because they've been made with love and joy, sometimes with humor, too. The word cafe It's really a euphemism, since these places are little more than a a few stone slabs in which a fire has been built for cooking. Yet the foods they sell are infinitely better tasting, more nourishing, and safer, that is, less likely to cause deli belly, than all the fancy foods you get in India's most expensive restaurants and hotels. Okay, unless each dish you prepare is invested with love or at least a lot of affection, the meal will be dead. Have you noticed how much better food tastes when it's cooked by someone who really likes cooking? This is not because they know what they're doing. It's because they love what they do. So the bottom line is simple. Experiment and enjoy. The rewards can be endless in terms of health and sensuous pleasure. Above all, have fun.